Welcome to the third episode of the Lord of the Memos cast. Um, I really hope you are enjoying the episode so far. Please um, let me know your opinion and what you think about them. Also, please let me know what we should discuss. If you would like to be a guest, please let me know. Uh, you're more than welcome. Um, tonight, it's going to be a very special show. It's going to be a 420 show. However, it's not going to be your typical 420 show. Uh, I'm going to interview a couple people. One of the formats that I want to do is uh, do an interview one episode, or interviews only one episode, and then go ahead and do what I would say, talking about myself only on the on the podcast uh, so that you guys can learn a little bit more about myself now let's go ahead and get to it i want to thank everybody who participated in the polls as well as art night it really encourages me to continue doing that so let me go ahead and get started welcome to the 420 episode that will definitely be nothing like you expected um We'll do the first half, um, basic questions about what people think about 420 and uh, what it means to them. And then the next half, I have a one-on-one interview with a very special person, someone whom I respect very much and um, has gone through a lot. So hopefully you you see how polarized uh, this episode is and give me your opinion. For the next 30 minutes, it's just you, me, and my interviewees. I'll talk to you right now. So, Jay, um, I wanted to ask you a question real quick. So, what do you think about 420? What do I think about 420? Yeah. I think that 420 is just another day because if you're truly a stoner, then you get high every day. So why do I have to wait for a special day to get high? <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. All right. I mean, I understand that it's a national like holiday nowadays, especially in the more weed-populated areas. But like, come on, man! I smoke weed every day, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, 420, I'm gonna get fucking baked. Like, no, I've been baked since yesterday and the day before. All right. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, hey Tony. So, should weed be legalized across the nation? Uh, I, uh this is something I've always. Hey Tony. So, should weed be legalized? I mean, it came from Earth. Why not? Why? Why? Why would it be illegal? Why is alcohol illegal? We use it. Exactly, and actually, uh, alcohol is like you know man-made with chemicals and things like that that can fuck you up. Alcohol every day, like car crashes or liver failure. When have you heard of weed? Any patients dying of weed? I agree. All right, thank you for your answer. Hey, Kevin. So, um, if you were to choose between an edible and uh, a dab for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? Personally, fuck dabs. But (laughs) edibles are going to fucking kill me. Either one's going to kill me. But I'd rather take edibles because it's healthier for one. Two, I hate the high from dabs because it fucking knocks you out and I can't even I can't even talk after that shit edibles yeah I'll trip but I'd rather trip than not be able to talk and have a conversation with people plus I feel with an with an edible you can kind of measure how much you're taking in rather than guessing yes exactly if I was dabbed out right now I wouldn't be able to talk to you right now (laughs) of an edible I'd kind of be able to talk to you alright can you play this out real quick alright
Kevin, everybody. All right, so Junior, um, what do you think about 420 in, in the world? In the world? Yeah, uh, meaning uh, should it be legalized just in the United States or should it be a global movement? Honestly, I believe it's up to the uh, the, the community, you know, the country, like the little community residing wherever you want to legalize it because honestly it's all about the, what the people want so you know if say like Texas all of a sudden wants to you know legalize it too you know, or or what's another like really south southern uh, state like like Louisiana Alabama Louisiana yeah any, any of those you know if like a, a county from there wants to legalize it I think that sh that should be okay like I I, I don't think that should be a problem. It's just up to the community around there. Now, what do you think is the youngest age someone should try marijuana? 18. 18. Okay. Uh, were you 18 when you tried it or younger? Younger. Okay. Now, what motivated you, motivated you to try it younger? It was honestly because the fact that I saw there were a lot of medicinal properties to it. Like along the fact that you know you also get a nice little cool buzz, um, so that's what kind of you know I chased that. But it was also the fact that every time that I would smoke, I would get elevated in my like thoughts, my creativeness, and I would tone and tap into that, and that's pretty much where you know I get a lot of inspiration from. So. I agree. Yeah, um, I think at some point when I tried it before 18, as well. Um, first, it was a, a little bit of I want to experiment something new, but then you kind of see what it what it truly is, and it's something from the earth. So, thank you so much, Junior. You're welcome, Gabriel. The next half of this episode is two interviews: one with Jesse, who is a recovering alcoholic, and um, Chef T, who is um, a chef, as you might have expected, uh, but also he puts it in a really good perspective about um, his experience or his family's experience with uh, cannabis use. So sorry about the redundancy on the introduction of the second part, but uh, this episode was recorded at different times. Enjoy. Welcome. To yet another installment of Lord of the Mamos, coming to you live with a interview, very rare on a person very dear to me, uh, Jesse Gomez here, um, very dear to me as I know him for a very long time, and I, he's been very very kind to offer his time live in person with me. Uh, we even got live music going on, and um, Mr. Gomez here. Um, once again, I want to thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we don't see each other that often, but when we do, it's uh, it's definitely a pleasure. So, um, how are you tonight, Jesse? I'm doing good, Gabriel. Thanks for having me here, and thank you for letting me be on your podcast. I'm doing terrific. Uh, yeah. No. Um, thank you once again. I know it was very impromptu, out of nowhere. Uh, but I'm glad that 
you decided to um, answer a couple questions. Um, as a lot of my followers now, um, very simple format, five questions to the point. Um, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> There we go, yeah. Sounds like you're ready. So let's get to it. Uh, one of the first questions that I wanted to get to. Um, how was your day today, Jesse? It was very productive. Did not work last night. I slept in, did my laundry, I cleaned my apartment a little, and I made two meals, maybe my breakfast and maybe my dinner. Then I went to a certain meeting. Nice. Um, that sounds like a very productive day, man, especially for a Friday. I'm very happy that you had a productive day. Not a lot of people have a productive day. Sometimes, you know, it's just a lazy or whatever day. Now, segue here one of the things that you mentioned here was uh you went to a meeting you go to a lot of special meetings here uh, special meetings i call them special because not a lot of people get the courage to go to those what kind of meetings do you go to jesse i go to alcoholics anonymous okay um and that takes a lot of courage man not a lot of people take the the myself included The, the courage to do something like that and acknowledge their, their problems. Um, what would be one of the hardest things in your uh, AA experience that you had to uh, see? And maybe not your personal experience. Maybe you saw from someone or maybe that something that uh, just made you realize I'm in the right place. Um, is this one of your first questions or is this just a... Uh, yeah, it's one of the questions, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's when I realized that I'm an asshole. When I went to my meetings, I was an asshole. I found out I was an asshole because I drank. Yeah. I, I can definitely agree. Um, it, there's a point where I, I became someone that I'm not. Uh, I become someone that I'm not, actually. Because I'm still, you know, you see me with a drink by my side, but... You know, uh, at least learning your limit or at least learning, at least learning where, you know, where you shouldn't start or stop or where you should stop, I think is the right thing. So acknowledging that, yeah, like you said, you're an asshole, acknowledging that I'm an asshole as well. It's one of those things that makes you growth and uh, me personally seeing you growth and I don't think you're an asshole, but uh, you know what? Um, I'm not inside your head. I'm not inside your thoughts, so we all think it different of each other. So, thank you for that, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that um, you work in the um, service industry, um, Food for Less. Uh, funniest uh, story that you've ever encountered there. Funniest thing that ever happened at Food for Less. Uh, when I see the gypsies come to the store, And they're trying to buy Hennessy with their EBT card. Then they cuss us out because we tell them we can't buy alcohol with your EBT card. <laughs> wow. So um, not even try and go for a Bud Light, but they're going for all out a Hennessy. Wow. <laughs> uh, only in California, right? Yeah. Only in California. Um, well, Jesse, I uh, want to thank you for your time. Very valuable. Um, I want to ask you one last question here uh, before we go. Um, 
bucket list? What is either your number one or your bottom of the list on your bucket list? You can tell me both or either one. I want to have sex with five girls at one time. I won't ask you if that's at the bottom or at the top, but... Uh, Thank you so much once again, Jesse. <laughs> we'll just leave that up. <laughs> I I did. I did. I did. But it's on the top. It's not on the bottom. Oh, there you go. Uh, the top of his list. Because that was on the bottom. That means I have a huge list. That's all you need. Especially if you have a bucket list, you have a lot of thing, a lot of things to do in your lifetime. So. Oh, also. Oh, P.S. Also, part of my bucket list is to die sober. So far. You know what? I, I don't hope you die anytime soon, but so far the way that I see you, you're going there. And uh, another handshake. I gotta thank you so much once again, Jesse. Um, Jesse Gomez here. Jesse Gomez here is uh, one of the closest people that I know here. Um, someone who I've grown to trust uh, due to his ability to stick uh, with this program and um, I really appreciate his his time here. So what do I get my check? Um, you're going to have to talk to HR. Alright, so Chef T, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm experimenting with Anchor and trying different people to ask different questions. So, um, so far, I know the 420 was yesterday, a lot of people excited about it, but what has been your experience with cannabis? So I, my, my only experience with cannabis, honestly, was when my mom was fighting cancer uh, okay. about three years ago. She, she's passed already, but when she was uh, fighting uh, triple negative breast cancer, um, you know, I was looking for other options, healthy alternative options where I can, um, you know, help treat her in, in terms of just, uh, you know, through, through the whole process of dealing with this particular cancer uh, on a healthier side. I'm a cancer survivor survivor myself so as we as the can um the cannabis uh scene becomes more um mainstream you know i'm constantly researching and learning more about what the benefit basically what the benefits of cannabinoids could be for the body and stuff like that in terms of balancing the whole inter imbalancing the entire body and stuff Wow, that is very, very inspiring. I mean, unfortunately, you know, uh, your mother had to deal with it. You had to deal as well. But um, I'm glad to hear that it has um, worked out for you at the moment. Now, uh, if someone was out there looking for uh, uh, cannabis products or just uh, tools in general for them to uh, maybe go the same route that you went to battle your cancer, of course, I would definitely recommend someone consult with a doctor first. But what do you think was something that helped you through those moments? Well, when I went through my cancer treatment, I actually, I, I didn't have the opportunity to uh, use any cannabis products. Um, it's just, uh, it, it was only specifically, specifically around three years ago when I started to uh, dabber in that type of feel and trying to learn a little bit more about uh, cannabis and the benefits of what cannabis has to offer the body. I, I, I know we, we I, I believe it was sometime in the mid 90s, there was a, a professor or scientist that discovered uh, that we have cannabinoids throughout our bodies and that this particular plant, uh, besides, you know, THC is just one of the cannabinoids. There's so many.